Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 7 Super Sleuths in the Sugar Islands by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 4 Off to the Reef The Sleuths, Marmaduke, Lara and Nika, as well as Rafa the Monkey and Zappa the Dog, were on the quay by their sloop. Marmaduke and Lara had gone to their storeroom to pick up the diving equipment and they were loading it onto the boat. Let's go to a sheltered cove with some calm waters, suggested Nika. That's the perfect environment to learn how to dive. They loaded up the equipment, which was bulky and took up quite a lot of space. Zappa and Rafa perched themselves atop the pile, the breeze flapping through Zappa's floppy ears as he sniffed the salty air with delight. As they were about to set sail, two emerald bullets came whizzing towards them. It was Anna and Damaria. The parrots settled on Zelly and Sophie's shoulders to report as they sailed out in a small sloop. The pirates are definitely after the treasure, twittered Anna. And they are working with Arvin and Silvana, added Demaria. They have been following us, hoping we will lead them to the treasure. Well, in that case, it's a good job we gave them the slip, grinned Marmaduke. Well done, said Sophie, giving Demaria an affectionate stroke. It's better to know for sure, then at least we know what we're dealing with. We've tricked those pesky pirates dozens of times, declared Sam confidently. And with Lara and Marmaduke at our side, and Zappa, added Milo, of course, and Zappa, Sam agreed, we are stronger than ever. Zappa gave a little bark of appreciation and Rafa cheered. The children grinned at each other. Land ahoy, cried Nika as they approached a small island. It had a crystal clear lagoon which they guided the sloop into. It was the perfect place for the sleuths to try diving for the first time. They unloaded all the equipment and the sleuths gathered round Lara and Marmaduke for their first lesson. Now, scuba means self-contained underwater breathing apparatus, explained Lara. It's a way to let you breathe underwater, Marmaduke chipped in. It's very safe as long as you listen and practice, added Nika. When putting the tank on, Lara continued, showing them as she spoke, you must make sure the lines are not tangled. That's your oxygen, so they mustn't get blocked. Once you have the tank strapped on, put the regulator in your mouth. That will give you the air you need to breathe. Then put the mask on and breathe through your mouth, instructed Marmaduke. It's a bit tricky at first, but you'll get the hang of it. Put the face mask in water first to rinse it, added Lara. The mask must be clear. That's very important. Otherwise, it'll steam up and you won't be able to see a thing. The sleuths were all laughing. Rafa was horrified at what they looked like with their masks and mouthpieces in. He'd run up the beach to get away. The flippers on your feet make you look like a fish, joked Sophie. You'll be able to swim much more efficiently wearing them, said Nika with a smile. We always take a knife in case of sharks, said Marmaduke, though we've never actually had to use it, he added reassuringly, noticing the slightly worried look on Sophie's face. And remember, never dive at night, as it's easy to get disorientated advised Lara. When the sky and water is dark, it can be tricky to remember which way is up. Gosh, said Sam, there's quite a lot to remember. Yes, but most of it's common sense, smiled Lara. Most important, always dive with a buddy so you have someone to help you if you need it. Dive buddies? asked Milo. Yes, they are essential. Never dive alone, so pair up. Then, 
check each other's equipment. These are called buddy checks. Zav and Zelly were one obvious pairing, as were Sophie and Sam. This left Milo and Nika and Lara and Marmaduke. Let's get started, said Marmaduke. Check the regulator. This tells you how much air you have in your tank. You'll soon learn to breathe through your mouth. While we're down there, you'll need sign language as you can't talk underwater, continued Lara. Making a circle with your thumb and finger means OK. If you need to come up to the surface, give a thumbs up. Buddies stick together. We recommend you do things slower underwater. Never hurry coming back up, because you need to let the pressure adjust, especially for your ears. You can get cramps called the bends if you come up too soon from the depths, so stop every so often on your way back up to the surface to let your body adjust. Uh, There really is a lot to remember, said Zav, looking a bit concerned. I don't like the idea of the bends, added Sophie. Don't worry, we'll make sure that doesn't happen, reassured Marmaduke. That's why we have buddies, to keep an eye on each other. It's easier once you get going anyway. You're all good swimmers, so you'll get the hang of it. One last thing, said Lara. We're diving where there's lots of coral. Be very careful not to touch it, or hit any of it accidentally with your flippers. It's alive and it's very important for the ecosystem. And beware of fire coral hanging on masts of sunken ships, added Marmaduke. It can float down and burn you, and it hurts. I still have a scar. He proudly showed them a thin line of lighter-coloured flesh on his arm above his elbow. It looked like a pen nib had drawn it onto his skin. Cool, said Sam admiringly, and the others laughed. Let's get going, declared Lara. Go over the side of the boat backwards. The sleuths got themselves in position and tipped back, somersaulting into the warm sea. Rafa, Zappa, Anna and Damaria stayed on the boat. They hadn't managed to make diving equipment for pets quite yet. Milo got the hang of it fast as he was the best swimmer of the sleuths. He and Nika made a strong pair and explored the underwater world with confidence, but they could all dive well after a couple of hours of practice. Viewing the world underwater was magical. Fish of all shapes and sizes swam past the children, utterly unconcerned at the presence of these giant beings in their world. The fish were incredibly diverse, creatures with stripes, zigzags, pursed lips and pointy needle-shaped noses swam beside each other in harmony. The coral was astoundingly beautiful and extraordinarily vivid, waving its colourful tendrils in the gentle current. The children even saw a few eels slithering their way into holes in the coral. Diving felt like the window into another world. I like the scuba language, grinned Zav, giving everyone the OK signal as they hauled themselves back into the sloop. Come back, Rafa, it's me, he added as the monkey took fright and ran up the mast at the sight of Zav emerging from the water in his mask. That was amazing, sighed Milo. The coral was incredible, so many colours. And the fish, added Sophie. They are so beautiful, swimming around in their own little world. I loved it, agreed Sam. Diving is awesome. Zappa was so delighted to have them all back aboard once more, he licked all their faces and wagged his tail so vigorously, he nearly knocked Milo back into the water. We'll need to practice more, but you've all done really well, said Nika, handing round some hunks of watermelon for them to quench their thirst. Now for the most important part, said Lara, looking at them all very seriously. Would you mind keeping the fact that you can dive a secret? The sleuths looked surprised. We don't let a lot of people know we can do it as so many treasure-seekers and pirates come to this part of the world to look for treasure, explained Marmaduke. 
We often get dubious people asking us to show them how to do it, but we always refuse because we just don't trust them. Has anyone ever tried to steal the equipment? asked Nika. Some pirates did once, but they got into serious trouble in the water as they had no idea what they were doing. A couple of them actually drowned, so now the pirates are too scared to try. We keep it all locked up to be sure. Oh, that's horrible, shuddered Sophie. Oh, a few more pesky pirates out of the way can't be a bad thing, said Sam lightly. The children and Nika decided to barbecue on the beach as a reward for their hard day's work. They collected driftwood and cooked up some sausages which sizzled on the fire. Raffer and Zappa looked like they'd died and gone to heaven. These are delish, exclaimed Zav. Thanks. Our mother taught us how to make them before we lost her. Is it hard growing up without parents? asked Zelly quietly. Most days were okay said Lara. After all, we've got each other, great friends like Nika and the governor's very good to us, but we miss them. You've got even more friends now, smiled Milo, and all the children grinned at each other, cheersing to their new friendship with fresh coconuts hacked from a nearby tree. Gradually, their chatter turned to the case. The letters make it pretty clear where the treasure is, but it will be a challenge to find it, said Marmaduke. Plus, we have the added problem of the gruesome, twosome Humberto and Umberto, as well as the rest of the Black Cross gang, added Zelly. Yes, agreed Lara. The pirates will probably let us do all the hard work of finding the treasure, and then try to take it from us, so we must be on our guard. Are they violent, the pirates you've encountered? asked Sophie. Oh, goodness me, yes, cried Marmaduke cheerfully. Oh, they're always fighting. Do you know any pirates who aren't? The children laughed. No, I suppose not, said Milo. Anyway, we have some inventions which could be very handy during this case, said Zav. This is for you. And he handed Lara and Marmaduke a talker listener. You can get in touch with us even if you're far away, he explained. He showed them how to use the device. This is genius, declared Marmaduke. So easy to use. Yes, our father invented them, said Zav proudly. They've got us out of trouble a fair few times already, and I'm sure they'll come in useful on this mission. We have other tricks too, said Zelly mysteriously. Wait and see. Lara and Marmaduke looked intrigued. Now we could do with knowing what the pirates are going to do and what they're planning, said Nika. I could pretend I want to join the crew, suggested Marmaduke. We do it all the time. There are always new people here in the Sugar Islands, and we are masters of disguise. We often use hair dye and makeup to change the way we look, added Lara with a mischievous grin. Us too, cried Sam. Sam's gone undercover as a pirate before, grinned Zav. And very convincing you was too, added Sophie. We were inspired by the Sherlock Holmes stories, explained Milo. He loved disguises, and he's the reason we have become sleuths. Yes, added Zav eagerly. Our password is elementary, and the reply is my dear Watson. You'll need to know it if we're working together. Lara and Marmaduke grinned. Elementary, cried Marmaduke. My dear Watson, everyone replied. Now you've let us in on your secret password, said Lara. Come and see our secret workshop. Will it be safe to get there? asked Sophie. Oh yes, there are loads of hidden passageways from the shore to the buildings along the quay, said Marmaduke airily. We know them all, and probably know more than anyone else. We've been exploring them for years. Port Royal is a place you need secret ways. There are not many people you can trust, added Lara. 
If we dock at the end of the port, there's a handy passageway from the end of the shore wall to the rampant lion. They set off and docked the boat where Lara had suggested. They went through an archway and turned sharply to the right. Lara pulled an iron ring and a passageway appeared. They all trooped in using the portable illuminator Zav had brought to light the way. These are great, said Lara. Thank you for bringing them. It must be fascinating where you live. We've got nothing like this here in the Sugar Islands. The passageway sloped upwards away from the sea, and then they came to a stone stair. Marmaduke went up first and opened the door. The others followed and found themselves in an old-style room with low beams. Lara had just drawn the curtains and lit the lamp. She went over to a cupboard and there were all sorts of disguises. Hats, clothes, spectacles, walking sticks and lots of bottles. What are the bottles for? asked Sophie curiously. Makeup and dye. The easiest way to make someone look different is hair dye, but you have to remember to dye their eyebrows as well. She combed a thick beige-brown sludge through Marmaduke's hair and eyebrows, which lightened them considerably. She handed him a similarly coloured false moustache, and he looked startlingly different. They did a similar trick to Hector when he was part of the crew of the Golden Ram, said Zelly. Only he never knew it was to disguise him. Marmaduke winked at them, then disappeared into a closet, coming back in dressed in an ancient clothing which stank to high heaven. What a transformation, said Zelly, holding her nose. I'm not so keen on the smell, though. Oh, come on, Zelly, laughed Sam. How many pirates do you know who have a bath? Amidst the laughter, Lara leant down and put a stone in Marmaduke's shoe. Remember to limp, she instructed. Why the stone? asked Sam. The last time he limped on the wrong foot, and mistakes like that can get you caught. You think of everything, grinned Zav. In this game, said Lara, you have to. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 5, The Sunken Treasure. Help spread the word about the super sleuths and their adventures by telling your friends and leaving us a review. See you next time.